0: Hi, I'm Pastor Brett Cooper.
1: And I am Dr. Linda Miles.
0: And this is the Creative Caregivers Podcast. Well, welcome back. And we are so glad to spend this time with you. And we really want to tackle this subject about what to do when things get a little violent. Um, And sometimes, man, you know, I use the word little. I probably should use the word, it can be a lot violent. Can, there can be some very harsh words said, things like that. So we're going to talk about what do you do in those circumstances. As a matter of fact, I would suggest to you that you keep this podcast available because when you go through it, it might be good to, you know, go back and play this again. Um, so I'm going to tell you, Dr. Miles, mom, I I know you've got some great stuff on this topic. And uh, so let's just dive in and um, drill down on this a little bit. What do we do when when things get violent?
1: Okay. You know, Robert, um, my husband, who um, had dementia, had a tendency to get violent at times. And it really escalated at one point, and he mm. literally took a chair and knocked in the wall. And so, fortunately, I was trained working with psychiatric patients. Right. So, there were some rules that I was following because I saw that his violent behavior was Mm. escalating. Mm. When you see that, listen to your gut instincts, Uh uh-oh, they're escalating. You want to Mm. stay as calm as you can.
0: So one rule would be stay as calm as you can?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes, because if you get really agitated and they're already afraid, it can potentiate what's going on with them. I see. You want to do everything you can to calm them down. It may not work, okay? So be safe.
0: So this isn't a, um, a definite by any means, but it's it, it gives you a lot better shot at them constantly. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes, because if you start responding with the same tone of voice mm-hmm. and the same agitation, Right. Uh, They may not even know who you are. Mm, And that may make them more agitated, like, oh, we really do need to be worried about this. And who are you anyway? And they're just hearing the emotion. They're hearing the aggression Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in your voice without making sense of it. So what I did is, first of all, safety first.
0: Safety first.
1: Yes. Yes. I made sure that I was between him and the door. Oh, okay. You never want to get in a corner with someone who's out of control.
0: Right. Oh, yeah.
1: Because I knew that I could get away. I was also far enough away that he could not grab me. Right. Okay? And he's got long arms. Hmm. So I was titrating that, and I was talking to him, Mm -hmm. But I kept my distance. Finally, at one point, he yelled for me to get out, which I did.
0: Of course, yeah. I did. With pleasure, right?
1: Uh And I went into the yard for a while. Yeah. When I came back, he had calmed down. I see, yeah. But breath is very important for people to know. Number one, be safe. Number two, don't get into it with them. Don't feel it. By be safe,
0: you mean stay calm too, right? Stay calm. Stay calm, Mm -hmm. be safe. Be
1: safe, watch out for your safety. Do not think that someone with dementia whose breaks in their brain are Mm -hmm. not working Mm -hmm. can stop.
0: Right, right. Okay,
1: don't push it. Right. And you need to remember that that person that you know and love is no longer all there right so bearing all that in mind and bearing your safety in mind then mm. once it calms down then you i wrote the doctor i wrote the doctor once okay. things
0: calm down mm-hmm. you wrote the doctor i wrote okay. the
1: doctor and i faxed it To their office. I see. Because I couldn't say it in front of my husband.
0: I see, yeah. You didn't want to call and be mm, in front of them. Yeah. No. (laughs) It's an embarrassing moment.
1: So, thank goodness, he prescribed what's called a mood stabilizer. Mm -hmm. Um, I had tried what's called antipsychotics, which work Mm. for some people. Okay. They did not work for my husband.
0: Okay, I see. Uh,
1: So, you... You want to get with a psychiatrist who understands dementia. And in my case, I was fortunate because our regular MD Mm -hmm. understood it. Wow. And he's the one who recommended the mood stabilizer, which is what they generally give for bipolar. But that helped stop the acting out because Robert's 6'6". Mm. and was an athlete. Right. Okay, so I knew he wouldn't mean to hurt me, but he could push me, and I could hit my head, and he could hurt me. Right. So, thank goodness, the mood stabilizer calmed it down. And then that's where you came in, helping me when he did get that kind of thinking. Yes. So do you want to talk about how to offset it when they're already starting to really get into fear
0: well yeah certainly um well I wanted to touch bases on one thing that you were talking about um that I, th- I think everyone could get a hold of I was sitting it's funny you were talking about not getting backed into a corner mm-hmm. and I had this all of a sudden vision of the old Rocky movies you know mm-hmm. and I thought about it for a second you know Ivan Drago and Mr. T you know Clubber Lang and and uh who was the other guy Apollo Creed all of the times that Rocky would have flashbacks of getting beat up. He was always stuck in the corner. Yes. <laughs> you know? So you don't want to be Rocky in that corner. <laughs> no, Just exactly. want to point that no out. No exit. Give you, a, give you a visual. You need to know where that exit is. And funny, you taught me that because in my office I would do that. I met with a lot of people who could get... You know, a little, upset. a little upset, and if they did, I always was by the door. I've had an inbox thrown across my office before. So yes, you know, yeah, lots of uh, different things take place. But with with someone with dementia, or, or in Doc's case, coming in to the room and him going through that, the first thing I don't try to bring him into my world. Yeah, no. because he doesn't live there. He lives in his world, and I need to join him in his world. What's wrong? Well, the house is. Remember the night that the house was surrounded.
1: Yeah, the house
0: was surrounded by people who had guns, and they were coming mm-hmm. in, and he's he's and freaking he out. There, he believed
1: hundred percent.
0: So I told him, "I'm going to go outside. We're going to secure the perimeter." And we did. We sec- mm-hmm. we secured secure the, per- the perimeter. Of course, all I did was walk out mm-hmm. to the kitchen. But I, when I came back in, I said, "Everything secured." There are, um, you know, we, we've got people out there with all the right guns and everything's taken care of. Yes. Now, was I lying? I want to point this out because I think some people will say, well, ethically, hold on a second. Well, you, hey, listen, pastor, how could you say something? You know there weren't people out there with a gun. How could you say that? Well, you know, they came to Cory Tamboon during, uh, during World War II once and they asked her, are you harboring Jews? She said no. Mm-hmm. She had him laying down in her floor. So, I mean, there's a point where you have to understand that it is okay to say certain things <laughs> under yeah. certain circumstances. And you know what happened when I told him the perimeter was completely uh, taken care of? He calmed.
1: He relaxed. he relaxed. We took away the threat. We took away the threat. Yes. And so I think the, what you said is so important you're entering their world. Yes. And their world is in their mind and it's in their imagination. So it's not like lying. You're just stepping into their reality. This is is what
0: being a creative caregiver is all about. You get to enter the world of creativity. I would recommend to you, if you're not someone who has a natural bend towards creativity, find someone in your life that is. Mm-hmm. Find somebody who's very creative and say, "Hey, what would you do in this circumstance?" If you get around a very inventive, creative person, and we all have friends that are like that. You yes. know? Um they're usually the life of the party. Yes, you know? yes. <laughs> so, uh, go track them down. And and by the way, people like that love. I'm one of them, so I know they love to talk. So they'll be more than happy to oblige you and giving you lots of ideas. They may even come over. And, uh, and and they, they enjoy it so much they'll probably bring dinner.
1: <laughs> well, exactly. And right? some of the best tips that I got came mm-hmm. from other caregivers mm. who would say things like, oh yeah, you know, I would leave and drive off in my car and drive around the block and then come back. Yes. And they thought I left and then they'd be so glad when I came back. Well... That idea came from another caregiver. Yes. Who also was creative about what they were doing. Mm -hmm. Now, I do want to say that if you feel that you're in danger and that they're firearms, first of all, let's sag back a little bit. Get rid of firearms.
0: Yes, get rid of firearms.
1: I literally had a toy gun that looks like Real gun, yeah. I searched high and low until I found one. I finally found it on Amazon, and it 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 satisfied him that he had a gun. Yes, because he couldn't have a gun. So please get rid of things that are dangerous to you or to someone else or even to the person themselves. Yes. So that being said, if you believe you're in danger and something mm. happens, the police, I have found, can be fine with dealing with it. Right. Um, even the EMTs have yes. experience. So right. don't hesitate to call 911.
0: Absolutely. Don't
1: let people be in jeopardy. Uh, many of the police are trained. When I worked at the mental health center for the crisis programs, mm mm-hmm. I never ceased to be amazed how great the police were with managing met- mentally ill people. They would bring them to us yes. off the street, and I would never know how they had talked them into getting in the car. But it, it's really a myth many times that they're going to be abusive or whatever. I'm sure they're bad apples. yes. In years of working in a mental health center, I never saw a bad apple. Right. I never saw someone that wasn't managing a mentally ill person well. Right. So trust them. Trust that. And if they come and if you feel like they're not handling it, well, then call again and say, I need someone else. Yes. Uh, But don't let yourself get... In a dangerous situation. Yeah, yeah. Um. And I I would say too, listen to your gut. You can feel it building. Yes. You can feel the tension building with yeah. them, and it builds and builds and builds. Oh. So again, just to summarize, don't feed it. Don't yes. start sounding the same way right. they do.
0: Yeah. Well, no, I, I think you bring up a good point, and I have a I have a good friend. For years, we worked together. He was an old uh, deputy sheriff, mm-hmm. and uh, he used to tell me all these stories. and He he was so creative in how he would handle. Oh. He went to this one and uh, this one couple, and it was domestic. They were just huge arguments. Not. Uh, I, 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 let me be clear about this Not domestic violence In the sense of hitting each other But just loud yelling And things like that And the
1: neighbors And he
0: would show up And I hate him And I want a divorce And all that And he would say Okay I'll tell you what Y'all touch my badge both, both touch my badge And say you're divorced And they would say Okay we're divorced I hate you Blah 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 They would do that He said they would always Call me about an hour later Ask me to come back over Can we be married again You know made up you know and so he would go back over there and they would he would say now touch my badge and say i'm married again i know <laughs> he would get so do you know and i hope he doesn't matter. i won't tell you who so he literally told me he got in a room with a guy that was just freaking out nobody could take care of him nobody could fix the situation so he just walked in there calmly and he said i just want to let you know that um i'm towards the end of my career here and huh? um I just I'm I'm am i uh, I'm just gonna kill you. And it's gonna be your word against mine and and you know, I'm just gonna shoot you right now. He said the guy calmed down. Of course he would never would have done it. But you know what he was doing? He was defusing the situation. You yes. know in, yes. in a very creative way. So what I'm saying to you is is that uh, police can be very creative and help you with that. If you're in a situation you just can't fix it. Um, most of the time you're going to have an officer. I mean, you know, 99.9. I get it. There's some bad cops out there. There's bad everything. But you're right. I, I've never i never They amaze me.
1: I knew one who went to a domestic violence situation, mm. and those can be very dangerous for the police because yes. they often turn on the police. So he walked in, and they're fighting, and they look at him. He goes and sits on their couch, and he picks up the newspaper. And starts reading the newspaper. Oh, well gosh. they're like, What? You he know set the they tone. Got a policeman <laughs> and he was calm. There's a policeman reading the newspaper. So then he goes, Excuse me, uh, you know what? There is a car ad in here for the kind of car I'm looking for. Do you mind if I take this part of the paper? <laughs> they're looking at it and they're like, sure, <laughs> you take it. So by then, yes. he's collaborated with them. Oh, that's And yeah. they de-escalate.
0: Well, you know, can we just take an Italian, some Italian liberty here for just a moment? Yes. Since this is creative Since caregivers. Since we're Sicilian. And I, and I just want to point this out. There is a great Italian... From years ago. And if you can get you know, Peacock on your app and everything, go and watch a couple of Columbo oh. episodes. There's nobody oh. better at diffusing a situation than yes. Lieutenant Columbo. Yes. You know, he just, so that would be a great, if you don't feel like you're as creative, go watch a, f- a couple of those uh, Columbo episodes and watch how he would handle situations. He just, calmly calmly, I mean, these are murderers, all of them, you know, he's homicide and he knows he's standing in front of a murderer, but he handled it so creatively. And I think that that, that can give you a lot of creative ideas on yes. how to stay calm, how to kind of, uh, well, Columbo would always play dumb until the end of the episode <laughs> you yes. realize how brilliant he really was. But um, yeah, I think that trying to get some, some of that going on when you're in a violent situation. Uh, yes. Um, that can help you to understand just some comical relief in it. And um, and, and I, it's just very helpful. And plan. being
1: calm and yeah. creative.
0: Yes, calm and creative. I love that, yes. So if you can stay calm and creative, stay safe. Stay safe um, in, in every situation. All right, Dr. Miles, did you anything else here to add tonight?
1: Uh, no, I know. I guess I would say that what you want to do is respond and yes. not just react.
0: Respond and not Really
1: react. think through, how am I going to respond to this? Mm. And don't just react because your loved one is not right yeah. and potentially violent. Right. And you want them back. I understand. You do want them back, but they're not coming back because right. they can't.
0: right. And there, there are situations you can separate yourself for a little while. Like you said, you know, you can just leave. You can go around the block. You can walk around the house. When you get back, they'll calm down. Um, and if they're not, but you have to decide between two things. Are you going to respond or reject? Reject means get out of the situation. Respond means get creative.
1: Get creative.
0: <laughs> so. Yeah, there you go. Well, we hope that this has helped you tonight or today or whenever you're listening to this, um, to be able to get a hold of this. And by the way, just in the notes section, we'd love to hear from you. I'd love to know how you listen to this podcast. Is it something that you listen to while you're doing dishes? What are you doing right now? If you'd put that in the notes, are you mowing the lawn? Are you are you are you sitting down and actually taking notes? Or what's going on? You know, we'd love to get some feedback from you. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Creative Caregivers. And uh, I just hope that you have a great time caring for your loved one or loved ones. And thank you so much.